to pull off a dual championship. Pass up the middle, deflected along by Leckett in. Sidewall, Link has deflected, turnover, Knubel left circle, spins, fires a shot, and he scores! Gonna kiss that one in off the right goal pipe, off a turnover, Knubel stick handling and scoring from the left circle. It's 21st goal of the year, 46 point, it's 1-0 Fargo. No, this Oral Roberts game is huge. It's huge. I mean, we're two teams that are tied for second, um, put NDSU in the mix tied with that as well, and it makes this weekend really big. If we just are all negative and just, God, you know, yeah, we're mad, 100%. We're all mad in the coach's room, the dressing room we're all we're all mad that we didn't get two points because we should have got two points but we didn't and we have to turn it and be very happy with the way that we played but we got to do it again and again and again and get the result i just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning we ain't done yet so i'll make sure to hit y'all back next year and i hope the crowd's the same appreciate y'all let's go baby lakers out and running again stop and shoot yes things that we're finding out uh, early on um, post-trade is, you know, the ball is really moving and guys are finding it earlier um, in the offense than uh, maybe they have done. So they have to be ready and aggressive to shoot, play off the catch, make plays for others, all those types of things. It's just a different rhythm. I thought we had good ball movement before, but it was different rhythm. It was more centered around the guards. Now it's more dispersed evenly, I think. Tennessee comes up with a loose ball. Top of the key, Ziegler steps back, a three on the way. Good. Money. Ziegler's got three three-pointers tonight. He's playing great. It is a Thursday. I almost thought it was Wednesday. It is a Thursday edition of the show. Good to have you on board. Our our uh, our power hour, we like to call the Jack Michael Show. Derek Hanson, Brad Anderson got a great text from from our man Tank Magnaberry. He says, "Hey, you think Loudon Swain would beat shoot this year if he makes the weight? It's state wrestling, uh, which I've asked this before, and I've got like fifty questions for the test club today. It's hard to always grab one, but uh, I'll throw one out there that's musically inclined. And Derek, you've got wrestling background. I love wrestling. Brad, wrestling." And uh, and and back in the '80s, you would have your Walkman, and you'd put your Walkman headset on. Yeah. You'd put the thing in the in the cassette deck open, and and if it were like the Bismarck Demons, and if everybody remember Bismarck Demon wrestling, they wore the big hood. They looked like Grim Reapers kind of coming on. It was dark, and then you had the the, the next weight classes on deck, but they're they're behind the mat, you know, doing their step throughs and their you know all the release, you know, they were, all that, and they're wearing Walkmans. And, and here would be my question. Is that not the song that you would have in your headphones prior to announcing at 126, Derek, you know, and then boom, you ripped it off and, 
and go out there. Is that not the song you would have in your headset getting ready to wrestle your match? And if it's not Lunatic Fringe, which would it be? That's my that's okay. my musical one for the text at 35270. You didn't want to jump on that one right away, D. Well, I would play that when I was doing the starting lineups during when I, when I was PA ah. at my whole, old high school. But I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd do but that I'm, kind of it with a kind of a whole different type of uh, thing. I just, I, I, I put something together. But I think if I was getting ready for a match, the thing I would use would be Volbeat Warriors Call. That would probably be what I would use. Volbeat? Volbeat. Volbeat. Yeah, Warriors call. Yep. Is that a WW? No, it's a Volbeat. It's a <laughs> band from Denmark who's kind of relatively new. Brad, it's do not, I seem a little lost? Not in yeah. the 80s, so sorry, is Jack after, is lost. Is this after 89? I know, I, I know I'm almost 50, and I like Disturbed and Volbeat and stuff, so it's I'm a little I'm different. I'm familiar with Disturbed, the Down with the Sickness, and then the, right. the cover of, of Silence. Correct, uh, yes. There you go. Volbeat. Yeah. Well, you've given me something to, to Google. You got a lot of good stuff, yeah. So it's not lunatic fringe, Brad. What's rolling through your head before you hit that big mat with with shoot? Man, I don't know. I mean, some from Bill Conti, like the like the Rocky soundtrack. Yeah, maybe uh, that's moving. Yeah, uh, man, I have. I need some more. I need some more time on this thought. Okay, so. we'll give you some more time. Yeah. <laughs> you text over to three five two seven zero. Phone lines at two three seven thirty seven sixty seven triple eight four five eight six nine two six. Your home for postseason. Uh, Prep action right here on 740 The Fan and others. We'll get into that as we move along today. But it is a Thursday. Here was my other one I was going to throw out, Brad, and I have like <clears throat> three different ones I said. Here's question two I was going to throw out, but I we still want the, the music. What's rolling through your, your Walkman before you hit the mat to wrestle, wrestle uh, shoot from Vision Quest? And I, I think Lunatic Fringe is there. Uh, and then Volbeat. I'm sure I'll love it because I appreciate Derek's Derek's music. I don't disagree that that. Is I'm sure the, we have it in our system. We can play it coming back sometime here. So, um, if, I, I can guarantee you, if you've been at a sporting event in the last ten years, you've heard, heard it? it. Yes, the beginning of it. Yeah, I can. Oh, guarantee. Warriors call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Warriors. I got it here. Yeah. You know, another one is um, is by the Eagles that was used maybe near the beginning and certainly at the end of the movie The Warriors. In the city, I, am. I believe was the name of the uh, the song. Yeah. I've, oh, yeah. That had some movement to it. Yeah. That that to me has a build to it. So I'd have that in. Here is another question I was going to do because we have uh, uh, Corey Litton on joining us for just a brief uh, moment next half hour. Daytona five hundred is uh, is this weekend, and another question I jotted down today that I said ah, I don't know if I like it or not, but I'll throw it out there. If you could only choose one. Non-Super Bowl, non-World Series, non-NBA Finals, non-Stanley Cup event to go to. But you, every year you've got the best seat at that event. But not any of the big four. Not of the big four. Meaning, would it be the Daytona 500? So not of the big four biggest you know, combination games or series, but non-those. Would it be the Daytona 500? Nope. Okay. Not for me either. I know where I'd be, and I tried to look into it, and it is. I think I'd have an easier time walking in with a bag into Fort Knox. <laughs> Wait, where's this going? Wait, Augusta. Oh, yeah. I was going to try to because oh, exactly. Hoagie had just oh. won Pebble Beach, so I'm thinking, okay, so he qualified. So, I, so I'm thinking it would be, hey, I'm gonna go look at a press pass or whatever. That turned into looking for tickets. I said. <laughs> 
No, that's that's too much for me. Boy, and, that's a good one. Though. Yeah, that's where I want to be. That one. is on my bucket that's list. I want really to go one. to Augusta. Uh, the final four might be yeah. one oh. for me. Well, yeah. and mine was, I'm driving home from Florida a few years ago. I'm all excited. The NCAA wrestling tournament is going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium. 40,000 strong. I got my credentials, everything. I got something for the boy to go. Every, you know, we all got, of it. had all set up. And then I'm listening to Paul Ralston call the NDSU-UND game, mm-hmm. uh, the Summit League championship game. And at that time, the dominoes are starting to fall. Oh, yes. Because I'm listening on the app on the way back, from, and I'm in the middle of Wisconsin, and it's kind of snowing, so I'm back to reality. Right. <laughs> and then, well, NDSU, they've qualified for the NCAA tournament, which may not happen. And right there, and your hopes I, and dreams. I hope it comes back to U.S. Bank Stadium again because that would have been great. I felt bad for a lot of the NDSU wrestlers who qualified. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And it just, oh, man. It, That's it. Where, where other of us were sitting at, at the shack where yes. we, games were being canceled, and then that was it, and then they were all left going, now what's next? Mm-hmm. That's right. You guys were – I was not, but uh, I can remember the – Night before the region, the region one finals, Richland beat Central Cass, and we're kind of shaking our heads. Well, we might be going to Bismarck next week. We might not. Like the one turns out, we did not. We come over halftime, going. You mean there's no second half? What's going on? Why can't we just play? Yeah, that's that's terrible, Derek. Because that you talk about that would have been great. What an event that is. So what non four majors? If you could be on a ticket every year, that was my second question for the text club. So feel free to dive in at three five two seven zero. Here's my third one that would lead to a topic that Derek is adamant about as is Brad. What should the criteria be for athletes or coaches? Ability to say <laughs> nobody thought we were gonna win. Nobody believed in Nobody us. Nobody believed in us. Yeah. Nobody gave us a chance. What should the criteria to be allowed to use those words <laughs> after after winning a title or a championship? What should the criteria I, be? Because, Derek, the Chiefs certainly, certainly don't I love Travis that. Kelsey. I mean, he is an unbelievable talent. With Gronk gone, I think he's probably the best tight end in the game. I mean, I, I don't think there's any – there may be some – people might argue that. I'm not going to you know, right. get into a big conversation about that. But he has been on this kick since the AFC Championship game, and he was all over it yesterday during the celebration. I'm sorry, you go through the grocery stores in the days of Athlon and Street and Smiths. Who wasn't picking the Chiefs to win the AFC West last year? Right. A, a Chargers right. fan, maybe. I, I mean, <laughs> did they lose some pieces? Certainly. I didn't think Russell Wilson was going to beat him out. I thought it was a you know no. a trade that would have worked out better than it did for the Broncos. I didn't think it was going to be an absolute disaster like it was and i didn't think Derek carr was gonna get by him i mean who didn't have the Bengals, bills or chiefs as one of the possibilities you so, can't say just because well i like the bills a little bit better than chiefs that you didn't have kansas city in the running so nobody gave us a shot nobody oh, thought nobody. we could do it nobody expected so us ridiculous. to be here we proved all the doubters wrong those are the words what should the criteria be like oh. if you have this you can't say that you know if you have this you're not allowed if you've done this you're not allowed to say that. What is the criteria? I know. I think the 91 Braves and Twins could have said no one would believe we're here because they would have been right. Because right, no, right. no one believed that they're both going to go. First, that's exactly right. right. I mean, it's just <laughs> that has got to stop. Oh my heavens! Yeah. Uh, so, so that was my third question today. What is the criteria? If you've done this or had this, you're not allowed to say uh, this. So there you go. What's running through your headphones uh, before you wrestle? Shoot. 
Uh, give me the song. Yeah. Secondly, what none of the four major, uh, if you had a ticket every year for this event, you would go to. The Masters is a great call on that. And then thirdly is the criteria question. Why Who is not allowed to say, you know, NESU football? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, they no come way. in next year and say no one believed we get back to Frisco. No one, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they won so much that it'll be twenty forty five before yeah. they could say nobody expected. Yeah. No, even though you lost right. last year in the championship game, it's still not allowed to, be to say that. Yeah, no. you, you are. I still expect that you have a chance to go. UConn yes. women's basketball, as much yeah. as it's not no. going away this year, you still don't have the right to say Correct. no one expected. Yeah. Right? I so don't think we should. E- the the Yankees. Yankees can never the say. Yankees can <laughs> never. The Yankees. I have a Yankees fan that says. 28's always the toughest one to get. (laughs) (laughs) It has been for them lately. 28's the toughest one to Uh get. So that's uh, that's my three out there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Brad, good call last night. The force had doubled up Sioux Falls. You had a little hockey in your blood last night. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, they uh, actually have 28 wins right now. They have, I believe, 22 games left. They have matched last year's. 22 games left. I know. Well, that's one. They have 22 games left. And then the season starts a week later, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the new one starts right, 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 right. We might be playing hockey. You could say if they keep making the run, we might be playing into Memorial Day. But um, they have matched last year's win total. Wow, that's amazing. That's pretty good. So yeah, we're in the middle of February, that's pretty good. Uh, that, yep. that, 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 between that and whether it be USHL or AHL, those those leagues, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the amount of travel. Oh man, you know we talk about how the American Association is spread out and all that. But I'll tell you, when you that travel and you can appreciate it, is is insane what some of these uh, junior yeah, hockey leagues. The uh, USHL, I think COVID did uh, did this, and they've kind of where the force do not play. They play two Eastern Conference teams. They went to Green Bay to start the year, and then they have the Fall Classic in Pittsburgh, where each team gets two games, and they played Chicago. Other than that, they play the Western Conference. Now, some of those teams, like in Iowa, like Waterloo and Des Moines, they'll play. Some teams from the East, they'll play yeah. Cedar Rapids or go to Chicago, but Fargo does not. So we, that's the reason you get a lot of Sioux Falls and Sioux City and Omaha. And At least those, Lincoln, and those so. are doable. Those are three-hour, four-hour shots, right? You know, like you know, credit to Sioux Falls, they waited for the interstate to open. I was talking with Jim Olander, the uh, um, longtime voice of the Stampede, and I said, "How was the drive?" He says, "Actually, Brookings to Watertown was shaky. The rest of it was okay. They got uh, got here about four thirty for the uh, 6-10 faceoff last night. When I tell you that the Wild outshot Corrado 43 to 19 and didn't win the hockey and game. Lost, yeah. How about that last night? At some point do you think that with that said, I mean, Bill Guerin is he going to be feet to the fire at all for not trading Dumba and keeping Fiala or yeah. you know making the goalie move that he did for his buddy he played with in Pittsburgh and not, you know, going with the Talbot thing instead? I mean, I think he should be. But. I think the yeah, he should uh, take some heat for the Talbot thing. Yes. Yeah, um, going back to starting him, you know, he and Everson making that decision to playoffs, which I didn't understand from the word go. Yeah. Dean Everson has, has been, if you've heard his last uh, two pressers postgame, um, you know, and I, I give him credit for this because uh, the other 90 was is about you can't score. That's that's just the sentiment right now. You're not scoring goals. You're not scoring goals. You're not scoring goals. So we kind of didn't come out and, and just, you know, uh, crush the media that asked the question. He said, look, you know, if, if all I'm my rhetoric is we're not scoring goals, we're not scoring goals, we're not scoring goals, guess what? We're not going to score any goals. That's that's going to be the mood of the locker room. So that was his whole thing there tonight. So last night he outshoots 
Colorado 43-19. And then as you heard in our montage, you know, the the talk is, you know, well, I'll take it, though. It was good. We got a lot of shots. We just keep doing that. We just keep doing that. If we just keep doing that, you know, things are going to fall. Problem is, is if, if if it continues ending up not in wins, how much will that hopeful speech, you know, resonate with this team before they find them? You know, they got another big one with uh, I think what do they have Dallas coming up? Do they not? Right. Yes. So you know, I give Dean Everson credit uh, for the speech, but eventually these guys got to find a way to uh, to win. You can, that, that's a uh, that's a tough one last night. And you chalk up good goaltending for, for well, Colorado. Well, it's tough because it's a, it's a team you're fighting for right. positioning with. Yeah. with uh, Colorado's Colorado. two points ahead of uh, the Wild. Yeah. So uh, A couple texters say uh, College World Series. Good oh, call on that one. Excellent That text. is one that um, – And that's in driving distance, too. Yep, and, yep. And you could do that something I should six, do. Seven, I, I know, have friends that, that have made that a family yep. thing. Right. I know uh, teams – uh, I know a couple of Legion teams that have done that or do that yearly, if not. That know, are in Omaha. Yeah, they play games in and around Omaha and then go to the College World Series. Um, boy, in college, my biggest heart, uh, we play, UNO was in the conference, and uh, when we played her, we always wanted to play at Rosenblatt, but we never got a chance. We really? played, like, down the road huh. at a different uh, stadium. And now, obviously, there's a new new thing. But right. Rosenblatt was, to that texture, Rosenblatt Stadium, was it was the – was the, was the destination cathedral if you were a baseball? Yeah, it's interesting purist. how the NCAA does that. How like Omaha is what every college baseball team talks about, right? Before they open, yep. it's on the goal, right? Trip to uh, Omaha, win your, to uh, Omaha. Win, yeah, right. You know, win your conference, all that stuff, and then Omaha is the last thing. And you know, for FCS, it's it's going to Frisco, and then other stuff they move it around you know and i <laughs> right. i've always after going there in 2016 where it's at this year i think tampa should be the spot for hockey well that's who wants to go to philadelphia right, in April? But i mean great I, point though derek you're bringing up right here the uh and it's a good hockey town surprisingly it's a great because oh, of the, yeah, the lightning yeah, right immensely popular american legion baseball used to rotate between boyertown pennsylvania fargo north dakota and corvallis like, Oregon, yeah, they Klamath had, Falls, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, they had that that little trifecta. Now, eh, for whatever reason, but it's in in Shelby, North Carolina, yep. Yep. and then everybody seems to be cool with that. And and that's a fixture right place. That we've had arguments in the state of North Dakota, and I'm sure Minnesota's had the same thing. Maybe South Dakota, if 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 there should be fixture venue destinations for high school tournaments. Yeah, it's been a good talker here when we've done it a few times. Right? Just about. You well, know. I think uh, they've kind of gone. That route, because I think the Dakota Bulls now at the Fargo Dome. Yeah, the tournament Wrestling that's going on right today. now is at the be at the Fargo Dome. Uh, uh, track and field, yep. obviously. Yep. have it at the have it at Bowl. Yep. Yep. Um, it's yep. a, it's the old B thing that they always talk about. Yeah, so. well, now you're having the third class. You know, hockey. Right. You know, it was it was the Ralph, but I think they found that Shields Arena is a more than suitable. Oh, absolutely. Very intimate. Yeah. Yep. Got to say, you get you get three four thousand in there for a final. It it. Uh, the built-in argument, a nice that, the built-in argument we've had ever since Ralph Engelstad Arena, though, has been this, has been as much, and nobody saw a Shields, you know, you know, right. arena being built and all that, but it was how would you not want to play in the finest facility, let alone the state and the region and maybe the country if you're right. talking about college? Why would that not be like a permanent fixture? But then I used to show in my buddies out west and go, well. Well, because Red River sleeping in their own bed, because Central sleeping in yeah, their own yeah. bed, that's where you should. Well, have the it. other thing too is, you know, it's they do like having the crowd on top of them. You know, it's kind of the same argument they have about U.S. Bank Stadium with football is that okay, it can seem like kind of a cavern right. where it can 
you know, with an eleven thousand seat stadium, if you only put five thousand in but there. But you like it when Barnesville when that's I the really end destination, do. and and mainly because I wouldn't want to sit outside in December either. There's no right. other facility. I mean, right. North Dakota has two of them. That would be perfect for it. <laughs> no. and right. Minnesota has zero outside of the U.S. Bank, you know. Yeah. So that's the thing there. That's the only building that you can do. I had an uh, administrator friend of mine about 20 years ago that was on the board of directors of the Minnesota State High School League. And they uh, they initially put the girls' hockey tournament in St. Cloud at the National Hockey Center, and they thought that would be the perfect size environment right. for that sport. And the people in the metro – just went crazy. Just so they. Now, well, they how dare you? Yep. Why you? Why you taking this? Too far. Yeah. Why you taking this out of the Twin Cities? So eventually they had to move it back to Twin Cities. The uh, state uh, basketball in Minnesota. So I remember covering some games when it was at, at Target Center, yep. and uh, they'd use the barn uh, if possible yep. at times on that. That's that seems to be yeah. a headache. <laughs> oh, it can be. It can be. Tar- I mean, that seems to be a terrible it, it, idea. It is. It's tough because you're running, you know, consolation games. You don't know where you're going half the time. And, well, and especially when you're talking like Class A people that don't like to go around the city. That was anyway. o- that was always the joke. And once you got out of the winners bracket, you got banned over to um, uh, Concordia Saint Paul. Correct. You're over at the Gangelhoff Center, and yeah, you got yeah. banished the, over there. To this topic, before we come back and tell you how Rob Manfred's got an idea to fix all this Bally uh, Bally bankruptcy conversation. Um, the the Summit League seems pretty uh, secure in their placement for, meaning I don't get a lot of pushback doing games in the Summit, the fact that where the Summit League tournament is. Yeah. It's a venue that, that, that players love, hotels I'm sure, certainly yeah. love, but it's run well, it's a great environment, even though, to the argument with Ralph Engelstead Arena and the Grand Four School sleeping on bed, it the argument has always yeah. been it does seem like a little bit more of a home environment no for but right you, but you but, but you, you wouldn't want another venue I don't see the argument right. nobody's and, really arguing about having having the summit I, you know there is there is a certain point that yes yeah, so for South Dakota State and maybe USD it is feels like a home game but especially the Jacks but that doesn't guarantee that they've won I mean the buys you're right the buys and men beat you're them right. one year in the final to go to two and I mean what was it the Jack men got beat in the quarterfinals here it just that so happens ago. that those schools in South Dakota have dominated. Right. <laughs> They're good. They're good yeah. on top of the fact that they yeah. also have a venue in Sioux Falls that happens to be. And I do think there is something to be in, you know, I remember, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson saying, oh, it's always fun to get cheered and all that. There was something fun about being the heel, you know, coming out and having <laughs> everyone booed you too. And, right. and I think there is something to that. I mean, it's something when, if you can be that Bison basketball player that says, shh, you know. Let me ask you guys this. If you think if Williston, North Dakota, or Watford City, North Dakota, or Dickinson, North Dakota, and we're on in all those cities right now listening, tuning in, built a a Shield Center, and maybe not so much a Ralph, but what's the one at Thief River Falls that's got a little Little a, Ralph. The yeah. little, Ralph. Little, Ralph. little Ralph. Something like that in western North Dakota for hockey. Do you think that would fit into the mix where now you'd start seeing state tournaments in yeah, Western maybe. North Dakota? Well, because the girls are doing theirs on their own. It's actually the same weekend. It's ironically enough, you've got you're going to have two tournaments in Minot going on the same weekend. You'll have the state be girls, and then the the Mesa Arena is doing the uh, girls tournament. Okay. They're going on uh, their own. Oh yeah, so. you're right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, good, I, good arena talk. But yeah, I think you, I think they would be considered if they had the they had the facility that would. Uh, Watford City has put together. You should see their. Uh, like the the, the, the hoof, rough, the rough the rider rough center, rider, yeah. absolutely uh, uh, tremendous. Um, we'll come back. Uh, I know we'll touch on this because this is this is always. Remember though, first we uh, preface this by saying 
radio is free. So I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> I'll say, say that first and foremost. You be on your boat and listen. That's right. Radio, no cost to you. Radio is free, but the impending bankruptcy of Diamond Sports Group, that's a company that owns Valley's like 19, 20 different regional uh, sports network. Uh, uh, will it have an impact on, on – on how you watch or where you watch or would you be able to. Well, Rob Manford has, has, has spoken out on this. We'll touch on that in a minute. Uh, Corey Litton, Daytona 500, uh, give us a little rundown on that. Lots more coming up. Our text, uh, text club open at 35270-35270. Back with more on 740 The Fan. I'm familiar with this. Yeah. It starts at right? Like I said, if you've been at a sporting event the last 10 years, I want to say this is Wrestling at heavyweight. Well, usually it's, you know, in Minnesota, it's early. So it's usually at 106. Yep. Which is changing next year in Minnesota. Yes, so you're dropping a class. Yeah. Dropping that. What's that, uh, V-Blow? <laughs> what did you say? Not Weeblows. Full beat. Full beat. Full beat. <laughs> Weeblows is what you are before a Cub Scout. That's right. That's we be, right. We be loyal scouts. I never scouts. was in that either. I'm sorry. We be loyal scouts. That's right. I don't think I ever made exactly. it. I, ever, I never made it that far. Jeez, that song is 13 years old already now. 2010. 2010, huh? Wow. That blows me away. Wow. The, uh, it could almost be classic rock. Here's a... Uh, <laughs> here's how I don't want to... five years. I don't want to age any of us in here, but... Uh, I moonlight, as you know, there's a South yes, PA announcer, right? You make my sixteen dollars the hard way that way. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, what we've started to use for the the, the starting lineups, as as I do the visitors and then the home, then the Bruins come out, is uh, is Alan Parsons' project. Oh yeah, serious, but, serious, yeah, yeah. The fact that that there's not there's maybe two of us that that know what that. Is you know it's like and I'm like are we that far removed? Well, I would from think that anyone who watched Bulls? the Bulls in the '90s, though, right? No, I mean, and the way that that that, that uh, PA announcer said Bill Cartwright at the end just was a yeah. <laughs> Scotty Pippen from Central Arkansas. I think his but, name was Ray Clay. Um, is that the PA voice? I think or? it was the yeah. Remember the um, this is really going to date it, but like when HBO and they would do like their feature. Remember that music they used to play? Let With, me find it. Na, 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 That's na, the one. Na, yeah. Na, 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 na. yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah. Yeah, this, it was when they oh, yeah. had a big Saturday this. night debut, right? Yes, I, you know, it would be like the most dramatic opening. Na, 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 na. Oh yeah. And, and then it would be like Police Academy 4. Yeah. yeah. The big debut. That should have been our test question. What would be the best music bed to use for a starting lineup? Cuz that's HBO's thing, right? Is that Saturday night they always have something yep. new. Yeah. That's oh, a great one. I used to have I used to love that. It was yeah. like it was I think teams right. used to play. The Timberwolves used to play it once in a while. Oh. I think like before tip off. That's it. My uh, it was really good. Not that it matters, but our Babe Ruth baseball infield outfield song was Abacab. Oh, remember that one? It's just instrumental. I think it was Genesis. I think yeah. I think you know what's interesting is uh, <laughs> two of songs that I loved when they first came out, but have been played to death and very cliche mm-hmm. for stadium rock now. Welcome to the jungle and enter sin. I, I just it's, oh right, maybe overplayed. Yeah, yeah oh, for sure, terribly overplayed. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> both of them, right? I yeah. Mean. Who's the uh, on, on our on on Station KFGO? Um, the dun 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 East of the Rockies. Well, that's for coast to coast. Coast oh, to that co- is uh, uh, it's Chase. It's from the movie. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's not Midnight Express. Yeah, Midnight Express. That's it's, it. it's from the movie Midnight Express. It's called Chase. Yep. That to me. 
might be up there with the serious Alan they've Parsons. They've used that up in. Uh, they've used they use that at the Betty, or they've used it at the Betty for the uh, Class B girls. That's a great. And I, I I first heard it when Jim Cornette would bring out the Midnight Express to face the rocker, you know, the Midnight Rockers on AWA wrestling. Nice. Yeah. Back before they went to the, the NWA. Questions. What's the best mint for music to use for a starting line? Uh, guys, the uh, bankruptcy, the impending one of Diamond Sports Group. Here's the skinny. Uh, they own Valley's 19 regional sports networks. Uh, so, so Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred came out yesterday and said that, uh, adding that the league, uh, baseball, would, would, would pick up streaming in a worst-case scenario. So Derek and Brad, we've got Diamond Sports Group, a subsidiary of Sinclair, announcing that it would skip February. They got money owed, obviously. The, there's an interest payment. $140 million. You think you've got credit card issues. $140 million interest-only payment. And then enter into their 30-day period, which gives them grace that probably leads to uh, bankruptcy. And now yep. you've got to deal yep. uh, with that. So here along comes Major League Baseball. And Rob Manfred says, well, look, maybe maybe we will pick up a little bit of this slack here and put it on well, what have you. I guess MLB or whatever, uh, where they would put that there. And But with that undertow that, that Rob Manfred says, but we still expect yeah, this group to, to, to pay up here. They still owe those teams they've got contracts with uh, be a nice thing if 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 maybe in the lack of a better term MLB in-housed yeah this correct right this could be the best thing that ever happens to Major League Baseball if Rob Manfred had any type of leadership and could stand up to the owners and say listen we got to start pulling this together and we have to get our product out to people big and that yeah. and that's all there is to it because people are frustrated it is now going viral with all the things that are I, – I saw a meme yesterday that was just – I sent it to Madison Quinn, who does such a good job with our video stuff here, and I thought it was hilarious. Um, MLB, fans will watch more baseball if we add a clock. MLB, fans will watch more baseball if we enlarge in the bases. Yeah. MLB, fan, fans will watch more baseball if we ban shifts. Uh, fans, we would like to have more ba- – we would watch more baseball if we could actually watch baseball. <laughs> if the games right, were actually right. available to watch. I mean – If you did that – Major League Baseball has to make it, and if you even want to pay per play, that's fine. But where a generation of people who are addicted to their phones, myself included as a Gen Xer, can watch the game on my phone and shoot it to my TV, that's 2023, you morons. And if you don't have that, you're going to lose a whole generation of Gen Zs who are going to be your next group of baseball fans. And and it's tough for people and care centers and all that. Because it's a, you know it's, they're trying to figure out how to do it for their residents because these games mean everything to them. So we're talking about if if MLB if if they do this, yes. Derek and Brad, and they bring this stuff in, and now you've got this this control and markets all over the country where we're we're diehard fans of those folks in nursing homes and everything Correct. we talk about that want their baseball. Mm-hmm. But right now it's really tough to find it. And if it is, they've got to jump from this and that. Oh wait, we had dish, but it's not offered. We had they didn't have a, all that minutia. And if MLB brings this in, and now they're the ones that are dictating the whatever linear area, whatever way they make it, yep. but make it to a point where it's easily accessible on A, B, and C. Well, right. Yeah. What they have, to do, they have to do is they have to tell the Yes Network, too bad, we're taking your stuff because we are the league, yeah. and we're going to stream it to anyone who wants to pay MLB.com to watch it, right. no matter where they are, no matter where they are. And you know what you can do? You can go sell more ads and saying these many more billion people are watching you. 
So go sell that to Budweiser or Miller or Coors or whatever. That's what you got to do. It's just it's just basic because they're making it too hard for people to get their product, whether it be audio or video. There's no reason that blackout should happen. As far as streaming services, you wouldn't believe this Snickers bar. We've enhanced the peanuts in it. The chocolate, the caramel is good. You should try it. Really? Because I can't find it. I can't get it. You can make it as good as you want, but I don't have an offer. I can't get it. I can't put my teeth into it. Well, the the Twins are, I think, fortunate because their TV deal goes this year and then it's open again. But then what are you going to do? So we've got a faction here. So so obviously Diamond uh, Sports Group got to figure out their their, their issues. They've got, they owe you know, so you go into bankruptcy and all that. How did they get into this problem? Well, they there? overpaid for it. I mean, it's the yeah. same way that Clear Channel bought too many radio stations for three times what they were worth, including these ones. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and then you know, and they they're surviving now, called iHeart and with podcasts and whatever. And the fan has survived because they're you know sure. the Minneapolis groups have done pretty well. But it's just it's pretty classic of what they did. I mean, it's just that's a lot of inside baseball. But they just paid too much for the Fox Sports Regional Network. But not the knowing thought the return. was that we're going to be able to bing, 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 boom, well, boom in every market in Arizona to Milwaukee to Minneapolis to. We might have to take her back about 20, 25 years and, you know, maybe the Twins, the Wild, the Wolves, maybe you go over to Wisconsin like MSC tried to in the late 90s. Midwest Sports Channel, that's right. We might have to go that route. But if they do, I hope they don't do what they tried to do and go with 250 per subscriber rate. I mean, right. I would I, I, if I was to sit with Dave St. Peter across this table right now, I'd say if you do it again, make sure that you don't put a situ- situation where the – make it access- accessible for Dish Network, DirecTV, you know, every cable – Across the board. Across produ- the board provider. and yep. go sell more ads because that's – that per, per subscriber thing is what they're trying to make their money on when they should try to be making on ads. That's what they should be trying to do. Right. Instead, they're giving us more listenership on radio because that's the only way you can find them. Like I prefaced before the break, radio is free. And so so we're not complaining about that that way. The people I feel sorry for the most are the people who are, you know, if you had a, a, and I lived this with my grandparents, if you had an assisted living place that, you know, their whole thing was wired through Dish Network, then they they can't find it. And and because, trust me, those days get long, and that three and a half hours of baseball game, they don't care about the length of a baseball game. I just want to throw <laughs> that out exactly there. That's exactly right. They got, they got a lot of time. And what they like even more is when they replay them during the day, and they can watch it during the day and not really care about what – I mean, that's the thing I care about more than anything. Because if you're – I get direct TV stream on my phone because then I can shoot to whatever. I pay sure. that cost for it, sure. and then I can shoot to whatever TV I'm at, yeah. whether yeah. I'm at the yeah. lake or I'm at home or whatever – and so I, 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 but people who are kind of stuck paying what they like, and they kind of like sixty dollars a month with Hulu Plus or whatever it is on the lowest tier that they can get, they don't care. And you then if you so- don't care, that's a problem. You said something vital in all that at the beginning of this conversation is that as much as I could be old school and shame on you for changing the rules and don't mess with baseball because I, I'm going to take it in regardless. Why love baseball? You, 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 right. You're going to love me, but I'm not the one that that you're worried about. No. It, it is what you said earlier. You got to get my kids' age. That's, that's it. I mean, you got your get... daughter's age, Brad. If, if she yes, ever you got to you got to hit Rachel's generation. One hundred percent. So, uh, and I don't think turn it. And I mean, nothing else we do. But I mean, while they're in the car with you is good. Oh yeah, yep. but they're not or walking take, around with a transistor radio or, like Paul and I are, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> right. It's, they, they, they want them, it on their phone. They're take yeah. You can take them to a game, and they you know Rachel likes it, and she you know. Yeah, we're well, in, we're in a how new many era. people yes. do you know? 
I mean, your Red Hawks listenership right? is from all over. And, if, you know, the 740, the fan app is huge for when it comes to and, that. And in and out. Oh, I caught the first two innings, or I caught the middle three, or I heard the end of that. And it's in and out. It's and it's picking up my kids from right. baseball, you know, Little yep. League practice. Yep. That's what it comes down to. I on the boat, to. or I was in and out of the garage working on the car. And I went for a walk, and, you know, I was listening to you on my phone on the app. And, right. and, and the fact that Major League Baseball makes you black out that, right. even the affiliates, <laughs> right. is so stupid because it's your product. And they're not immune. Yeah. As as good as you think the product is, and as great young stars we have in this league, you're not the not the National Football League. The NFL has a, a longer rope. They can take the risk with Amazon yeah. on Thursday nights, right? I don't think any other league can. I, I that's really, that's right. a very good point, yeah. right? I mean, and I don't know how long that leash is uh, for MLB. <laughs> well, I think they got to be careful too. I agree with yeah. you. Ask boxing, you know, when they went right. from Howard Cosell on a Saturday afternoon. You know, on wide world of sports to pay per view only, it, it, it yeah, you really, slowly was the death. Because you're of not it. getting, you know, there's not the game of the week anymore. You're, you know, you're maybe on FX. You're on Fox once, once in a while. Oh. Um, you know, but there's not. You're not on the big three anymore. Well, on the over the air, I mean, the fact that Bally's doesn't do the hey, you know, uh, you know when Channel Eleven would do like a, like a Sunday afternoon game was out over the air antenna. Yes, that, right. That, that's you, gone. If too. we play this out and uh, Diamond Sports Group gets that thirty day grace and they figure out some way to you know the the, the the interest payment and then figure and then they go into bankruptcy and now we've got maybe talks going on between MLB and Conrad's on that. Uh, say MLB does bring this in, how does it affect? The sportscasters that you've come to know and love and your various valleys, regional markets, whether it be in Phoenix or Minneapolis or what have you, how does, that, how does this play out? I think if you're a baseball fan, you hope they fail. <laughs> I, mean, I really do. <laughs> right. I think this. I think their business model is so bad. Yeah. MLB said, look, we love Dick Bramer. Boom, yeah. he's our guy yeah. over there. We right. love, well, you it's know. not just going to be well, I think Major League Baseball he, either. Is he employee of the Twins? Well, that's, that's the... Well, we don't know that. See, oh, those man. would be stuff in the, in the details probably yeah. of, of I don't a workout. Think he, like. I don't think he is, but I think Corey, Corey is. And, yeah. Corey right. and Gladden are. And, yes. I, and I think that's what you got to kind of – because this is not just going to affect – we're also getting into playoff stretch time for teams to qualify because it affects the Wild and the Wolves and it you're affects right. all these oh, other yeah, – Yeah, you're right. That's I mean, right. So this is a pretty crucial thing oh. for all of them, and it's maybe something where uh, I think those three commissioners got to get together and say, hey, we got a problem here because – I don't know what Denver's on or what Phoenix is. I mean, those type of things, but it, I'm sure it affects a lot of markets where these three teams, this is where their think, games are broadcast. Uh, Denver, I think they're on Valleys for the – there was uh, three teams that are on AT&T Sportsnet, which is kind of similar to Valleys, the Rockies, the Astros, and the Pirates. They also failed to make the obligatory payments in recent So about wow. that too. It's AT&T Sportsnet. So we kind of, before we break, come back and, and hear from Corey. So we've kind of played out maybe the utopia of what could happen for baseball to, to, to step in here, uh, won't use the word bailout, but, but find a way through to own and, and distribute. What's the worst case scenario here? I don't of, know. Of a potential bankruptcy for the regional uh, – the, well, with, I, where they contract- just couldn't operate. I yeah, guess. So they just contractually, you know, they just don't show the games, but they're contractually obligated to. So, yeah. right. I think that's where the bill will come. I don't think Major League Baseball with the money that they bring. They bring can't in, afford. That's what I mean. They can't afford to right, let that. They can't just turn it off. Well, either can, either can Silver or Bettman. I mean, that's the thing. Right, I mean, right. they, the so they all got to get together and look at this. I think because it, it just affects way too many markets. Yeah, Valley has they have the rights to sixteen NBA teams, including the Wolves. That's right. over half. Twelve NHL teams. That's almost half, mm-hmm. including the including the Wild. Yeah, 
and four WNBA teams, hmm. including the Lynx. Lynx, yeah. Wow, <laughs> right. they were all in. And how many major baseball? Uh, let's see here. We've got Arizona, Atlanta, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, the Angels, the Royals, the Marlins, the Brewers, the Twins, San Diego, that, St. Louis, Texas, and Tampa. That's yeah. 15. And then you got the three on AT and T Sportsnet. Colorado, yeah, so I mean, there you go. I mean, you're just think look- about that fallout. Well, that's where you got to be proactive if you're. I think if you're Rob Manfred and get after it, I don't think you'd sit and wait to see what happens. But I, I, knowing this commissioner, he's probably just going to wait to see what happens and try to pick up the pieces later. I'd I'd go get it now. And Interesting. I, and I would look at the Steinbrenner family, and I look at yep. you know the New England Sports Network and the Red Sox. The, and go uh, the Cubs, too, the Cubs on the marquee sports network. Yeah, I too it's bad. Now. We you're we're gonna you're, we're showing this everywhere. Go sell more advertising. Uh, nothing beats uh, growing up when the, when the, the Twins baseball was started and Herb would come on. Hello, everybody. That's right. And well, like, hi, everybody. Yeah, hi, everybody. Well, that's Urban what hooked people like Brad and I, for sure. You yep. know. That, that's, Urban, that's Urban, still, Urban Gordo, that was my childhood. That's right still there. the intimate thing. Of, hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. And then boom. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I can. Right. It's like air. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm breathing yeah. with you, Herb. I'll never forget driving around in a snowstorm. I want to say it was the late 90s. It was in March. And I'm listening to Herb Carneal do a game from Orlando because they were still at Tinker Field uh, in Orlando. Tinker Field, yeah. And he's talking about it was sunny in 78. Right? And then I'm yep. trying to get along a frontage road here in Fargo. Uh, and I know it's coming. It's not today, but I know it's coming. And that was that, at least there was that sign of spring was through the audio of radio. Glad we brought this up today because pitchers and catchers. So it's, a, yep, it's pretty right. important. They're there. Base. We come back, uh, they turn left a lot. And Daytona by right fast turn left. There's more to it. Corey Litton stopping by the studio next on 740 The Fan. The Power Trip Morning Show. We look like a group of people who thought they ran out of their drug of choice and then someone found some in the carpet. <laughs> 5.30 to 9 a.m. weekdays on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. Got a big hoops game tonight on the fan. Uh, UND and Oral Roberts and the ladies are tied for second. NDSU women tied for second, hosting Kansas City. I just uh, text Paul Ralston, by the way. They got into Tulsa at 1 o'clock something this morning. Uh, the UND men, because all the travel stuff that was mm-hmm. going on, and, and uh, they, uh, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> they got into Kansas City. They're still in the bus driving to shoot around in Tulsa. It's the day of the game. It's a good thing the team they're playing is terrible. <laughs> Oral Roberts men. Yeah, right. <laughs> gonna be, probably going to be that large if they don't win the tournament, you know. Just watch UND. will shoot, like, you know, make, like, the first 10 right. shots or something today. And, uh, UND will beat ORU and Sather will be like, we're driving everywhere. Exactly. We're, we're busting every place now in the Summit League. And uh, Dave Richmond's club on the road tonight in uh, Kansas City. The Cobbers got postponed last night, so they'll take on Carlton tonight. This weekend, it is, uh, and I have to grab our, our, our go-to racing people, Corey Linton in the studio today, Checkers and Wreckers. You can hear him on podcasts on on uh, KFGO and whatnot. And, and, Corey, this is a great time. You get your Super Bowl of racing right out of the gate. You know, we just got done with the actual Super Bowl. You got high school tournaments. Uh, let's rock and roll with racing, right, Corey? That's right. It, you know, they always pick the right time of the year to do it, too, just right after football is done. And we get that, that okay, what's next feeling. And then, oh, yes, we have this coming up here. And, and, and going, going right into one of the biggest things, into a Super Bowl, from a Super Bowl to a Super Bowl. I saw yesterday was the anniversary of uh, of the of the Dale Earnhardt win in 98. And then, of course, yes. three years later, the 
the tragedy a tragedy that happened on Daytona 500. Got a quick question: Is 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 NASCAR a young man's game at this present time, or is it still a veterans game? Um, I think it is. I think it is a young man's game. It's kind of turning into that with uh, a lot of the a lot of the guys. I mean, uh, how many people are still in NASCAR that were racing when Dale Earnhardt was still racing right? in uh, 2001, his last race? Jimmy Johnson retired and came back. And he did not race once with Dale Earnhardt in the Cup Series. So, I mean, that just puts it into perspective. That's the guy that dominated the last several generations of racing, basically, right now. And and he's he, he never raced against Dale Earnhardt. So you gotta you gotta think. And you got Kevin Harvick announcing his retirement this year too. He's kind of one of the last guys from that era. I mean, he took over for Dale Earnhardt. Think about uh, that. Yeah. And, you know, and we look at the NFL. You know, Patrick Mahomes is still a relatively young quarterback. You got uh, all these young quarterbacks going, and I kind of like in the racing. You know, yeah. Tom Brady's finally retiring. Aaron Rodgers in some kind of dark cave right now. You know, and the, it's it's not a. Is, is he sitting over by me right now? I, in the I've got the lights off over there. Yeah, yeah he is. He might be. In a, <laughs> it's a sweat lodge. Don't tell him, Corey. <laughs> uh, so that's and Denny Hamlin was my. Here's what I I used to say is that uh, like with any sport, if you're not hip to it, or for some reason you don't get it or whatever when it comes to nascar or any kind of racing pick a driver right right pick a driver i picked denny hamlin like years ago and that became my my driver i mean how many people became uh, nascar fans of jeff gordon because of how pretty his car looked right right you're a slick looking dude you know and then all of a sudden you say yeah right you pick a driver uh keselowski talk about some of the the favorites and i think they had the uh, the poll last night so everything is set for the weekend right well uh, it's a hendrick one two three starting this one with uh with alex bowman uh getting the uh, getting the poll and then kyle larson is outside and then uh, william byron finished in third spot for qualifying so Hendrick Motorsports dominating the 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 quickest laps by themselves. See, they're themself. like Duke and Duke on trading places. They're <laughs> trying to corner the orange juice market. But I mean, you got you got people <laughs> like uh, also Travis Pastrana is coming from you know motocross background, uh, action sports, uh, rally cross, and all that kind of stuff too. And he just won a dirt modified race uh, down the road from uh, Daytona the other day. He's going to make his first start, and he actually had a pretty decent lap. But it's one of those kind of things where everybody kind of you know, I saw somebody on Facebook uh, comment. Uh, uh, now he, the Rowdy Burns quote from Days of Thunder uh, saying, "Now, now get, now get your own car. Let's see how you do in a crowd." <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, anytime you could quote Days of Rubbin's racing. Anytime you could quote Days of Thunder on uh, on the show, we love it. Uh, so, so that's coming up this week, and I know that uh, drivers come from all over the place. You mentioned Jeff Gordon, whether right. it be the Carolinas or California or what have you. Daniel uh, Suarez is from Mexico. Me- I mean, <laughs> Mexico. Yeah. Do we have anything in the Upper Midwest that are on this uh, this circuit? Or uh, anybody within a regional? Uh, actually, uh, that's a tough question we, too, Corey. Yeah. We have a guest on the podcast for Checkers and Records Victory Lap, who is actually from West Fargo. His name is Bryce Haugerberg. He'll be on later on today when we record that. Nice. He's going to be running in the ARCA series, which will be running on Saturday. That's kind of the lower lower division, below the Truck Series for NASCAR, and uh, kind of somewhat independent from NASCAR, but still kind of owned by him. But uh, it, it's uh, he'll be he's he's been kind of attacking that that uh, that circuit. Uh, before I ask you who you think uh, might get it done, is 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 NASCAR and what we're seeing out there is people take in the Daytona 500. Is it a team sport or is it an individual sport? 
I think it's still a team sport because a lot of the drivers have a teammate driver kind of thing, kind of like Formula One. Um, and you saw it at the end of the year last year when Ryan Blaney had a chance to win. He didn't win all year other than the All-Star race, but he didn't win a single points-paying race all year long. He let his teammate uh, uh, Joey Logano win to win the championship. So it is just as much of a team sport, I think, as it, as it is an individual. Drafting pitting, all these little... That's what you find out about racing, isn't it, Corey? It's like, yeah. it's not just a bunch of d- dudes turning left, or ladies, for that it's, matter. This is the only thing that can use pit as a verb. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> all right, Rubbin's racing. Uh, Corey, uh, who do you like? Uh, who, who do you like? Well, I'm a Blaniac. Right. Uh, Ryan Blaney, since, uh, Blaniac since day one, as I've been always saying, ever since his dad won out here in Fargo in 1994. So. Think about that. I know. <laughs> Great stuff. And you mentioned the podcast. Where can people find your stuff? With Ryan, I'm sure. Right on KFGO.com. I mean, we have it right on the podcast uh, links up there you can find it every week ryan janky and i we we uh we talk racing we do things like movie and tv reviews love it based off of racing um we have interviews local drivers that race ev- everywhere in our local results and uh yeah the it's uh, what's coming up too so yeah. i liked it as Corey was saying now get your own radio show and see how you do <laughs> Corey, <laughs> thanks for stopping by in the dark uh, studios hey thank you very much for having me Corey Litton, uh, checkers and wreckers, you know, and I, guys, you look at Daytona 500 and Austin Sindrick, uh, last year's winner, Michael McDowell, previous winner. You know, it's it's funny. It is, a, as Corey was saying right there, kind of a young person's gig. Now, Denny Hamlin went back-to-back in 18 and 19, Kurt Busch 17, Hamlin in 16, Joy Logano 15, Dale Earnhardt Jr. 14, Jimmy Johnson. These are names. Matt Kenseth 12, uh, Trevor Bain, he tell you, 11. But, it, it, where is NASCAR right now? Is as the um, like the world popularity? When did NASCAR have its have it have late nineties, early two thousands? And then Dale Junior retired after Dale Senior passed away, and things have gone downhill. To your it, point, you look at the no. names: Derek uh, Sterling, Marlin, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Gordon, Dale oh, Earnhardt, yeah. Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, I think Michael Jeff Gordon. Walter. Not in the mixture either because he was he was somebody like the. The prototypical NASCAR fan could grew to grew to dislike. Well, and I do think you know where free agency hasn't hurt the popularity like the NFL and some other sports. It kind of hurt, I think, that outfit more because when Dale Jr. went from eight bud to do, right. you know, it was just like, wait a minute, that's not you know. As and, you said to Hendricks, a lot of these ownership groups are just compiling. Uh, right. Yep. I. Uh, when Tony Stewart left, it didn't help. You know, he was mm-hmm. a nice polarizing guy. And- if, if we feel that that NASCAR's popularity maybe needs to, needs to rebound, and and like boxing, we talk about boxing needs to rebound. Uh, can one driver do that? Could help. I mean, one guy can make a difference. One or two, you know. They need a bird magic effect. I think you need. Yeah, sure. I, I think you need more than one. You probably need like, two, three. Who was Cole Trickle's nemesis? Rowdy, uh, Rowdy. I don't even remember. I'm not sure. Guys, it was a days of thunder, guys. It was 80 what? 88 maybe? 87, yeah. 88? I think a lot of us go back to, uh, you know, the Wonder Bread thing with uh, with uh, Will Ferrell probably. Right. <laughs> Talladega, Ricky, Talladega Ricky, Nights Ricky probably Bobby. a little bit more. Ricky Is Bobby. Is that a better and, movie, though, than, than Days of Thunder? Well, it's a very different movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very much. <laughs> we'll see I did like Robert Duvall in <laughs> Days of Thunder. but uh, do Grandpa's Boy Rattles off the bridge. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Common Man is coming up next. Uh, That's like comparing the natural to Major League. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Do it again tomorrow on a Friday. We'll see you tonight on the air.